0: He's pulled the shirt on, scored the goals. Andy Campbell on the Red. This is the Red. Oh, he's back. He's back. The man who's pulled the shirt on, who's put the boots on, who's, you know, played at Anfield without a number on his back. Uh, That's always a good one, that one, mate. Best story. Best uh, story in football. Actually, just give me an idea for a quiz question, because on The Breakfast Show, uh, on the Red, um, Ted, who's the resident Mackham, always he started this quiz called what the fact go very careful how you pronounce yeah, it yeah yeah and um, with his accent. he keeps giving us the odd question he, he, he sets four questions he drips them in one at a time you gotta try and guess what the fact was and we killed him today we 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 got it today um but uh, i'm just thinking bamboozling that that would work wouldn't it yeah bamboozling that would work i wonder if there's any other player played mm. without a number on the back there no not to my knowledge i hope he's not listening no, he wouldn't listen to it He's a Macam. He listens to the cat the other radio station up there, but there you go. Andy Campbell with uh, Cam's Red Army. How are you, mate? Good evening. Yeah, good evening. Yeah, good evening, all Borough fans.
1: It's been a it's been a good midweek. Uh it's been a up and down week, full week, I guess. Hasn't it?
0: Yeah. Hasn't it?
1: Yeah. The joys of being a Borough fan.
0: Mate, we are absolute masters of grabbing defeat from the jaws of success, totally. but then every now and again we go and surprise ourselves, yeah, like, totally. um, you know, you do Leicester, and you think, great, we'll go to Bristol City and get three points, Yeah, lose, uh, but then you take apart Preston, who are several places higher than in the table, they have been up to third and second. Yeah. Uh, earlier on in the season, I mean, it's uh, a fair amount for us to chew over. Yeah, plenty. Um, the good,
1: the bad, and the ugly, and uh, probably that's just the Preston game in one. Because, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think just that game alone. But uh, I think you've just said it there being a being a Borough fan, you get the highs and you get the lows, and and, and the season as a whole so far. I think uh, when the season finally does end, um, I think it'll have been a, an emotional roller coaster for everybody involved. Yeah. The manager and the players as well, because yeah. you know what I mean. I think everyone's been through it already, and we're not even at Christmas, which is a, a scary thought.
0: Yeah, I know. We've we've had this chat, haven't we? About normally it's Christmas and New Year, which are, are the defining is the defining spell, if yeah. you like. Div- the defining three or four weeks for your season. It, it yeah. basically tells you where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing. Um, but we had that chat about it's this spell now that's defining for the borough because yeah, totally. of who we're playing. We're playing all the teams above us. You know, yes, we've beaten Leicester, didn't expect that one, three points away. Yes, we've beaten Preston, we've got Leeds to come, we've got West Brom to come, Hull to come, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So uh, we've we've had that chat. But what's it like as a player with with that roller coaster of results and performances? It's great, I know, if you're consistently beating people yeah. and tearing them apart. Uh we've had that run. Mm. Um you know, I suppose it's not great if you're going out there playing badly and not getting points. But if you're consistently bad, at least you know what you've got to do. Yeah. What's it like with the roller coaster that we're seeing?
1: I think it's 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 important that that games come thick and fast, especially after a defeat. I think mm. uh, the most important thing after the Bristol City game was another game coming quickly. I think if we had to wait till the Saturday. I think. Um, I think the outcome the outcome will have been very different. I think um, I think we we seemed a bit wounded against Preston, and I think they took the backlash. And I think you're always going to get a team who takes the backlash. Someone's been probably there for the there for the take, and going to get a good good hiding off us. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, unfor- unfortunately for Preston, it was it was them who got it. But I think it's come off the back of a probably a frustrating weekend on the back of a, a defeat, which probably shouldn't have been a defeat in terms of you come back from the from 2-0 down and, yep. and, and you get yourself in the clusp of getting something from the game if not just hanging on for a point which would have been a good solid point away from home from mm-hmm. 2 down would have been a great result um, but I know I spoke about after Christmas we're going to play a lot of the bottom sides but I looked at Sunderland in the week yesterday and they get beat by Huddersfield at home so Amazing. I think you look at the bigger picture um, anybody can beat anybody um, it's just important that you stay around the mix because the mix can change very dramatically very quickly if you don't pick enough points up and I know Rob's point a couple of weeks ago was was we've had so many defeats this season and, and, and can we afford any more we've got another one Saturday we've got a, a horrible game coming up the weekend you know what I mean in terms of yeah. who we're playing and, and how they're playing it'll be Middlesbrough all over to go there and get a, a solid victory <laughs> but you know what I mean but it's going to be a very very tough game and 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 Leeds will Leeds will, will fancy the chances oh, because they play
0: playing with confidence oh big time big time i mean they they're the informed team up there at the moment yeah. When you look at the the, the current form, you, you're saying anybody can beat anybody. You know, Sheffield Wednesday yeah. last gasp equaliser against, against Leicester a bit, City. It's the best side. Who, who'd have thought that? I, know. Have, I mean, all oh, right, who'd have thought we'd have beaten Leicester? But yeah. there's always a chance the yeah, Borough yeah. can pull out those results. Yeah. But the way Sheffield Wednesday are playing at the moment, no. you, you'd have thought it was going to be five or six nil.
1: No, totally. And and and, and uh, Leeds join uh, Rotherham join against Leeds, and you know, what I mean, Rotherham are taking points off other people. Plymouth are taking points off other teams. That you know, what I mean, it's 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 concerning because that's the my point is that we can't afford to lose too many more games and with anybody seem to be beating anybody we can't afford to um, to not close the gap we close it one week and then the gap gets bigger the
0: next and because we're playing teams in and around us which is the dangerous Time to play them mm, absolutely uh, let's dive into some messages and then we'll get into some specific points but we do like to if you're going to take the time out to send messages into andy then we do like to read them out yeah. and we do like to get there if you want to get your messages in you can via facebook live uh, we're live on facebook live so we see you in all your glory mate um and also on the Red right across teesside dab radio online, smart speakers, apps, all that sort of stuff. And there's two ways you can get your messages in. If you're watching on Facebook Live, like many are, and we're going to get there now, uh, where you can just leave your message uh, alongside the live stream. Absolutely no problem. Uh, you can WhatsApp us in the studio. You can send us a WhatsApp message. The number is 0330 043 2002. That's 0330 043 2002. You can actually come on and chat. So if you fancy um, WhatsApping that number... Tell us your name, tell us the point you want to make, uh, and we can give you a call back and have a chat live on uh, Cam's Red Army with uh, former Borough Striker Andy Campbell. So that's what you need to do. That number again for WhatsApp, 0330-043-2002. If you don't understand T-Side 330 43 And two. Stu Gawley in Canada. Uh, Evening, everyone. Good win against Preston. Doesn't matter how how they played. We did our job. Got the points. Four goals as well. Up the borough. With another letter in there, which we can't say on the radio. Uh, Radio Dad double dipping again. That's the nickname the breakfast guys are giving me Radio Dad. Uh, Thanks, (laughs) Stu.
1: Love it. Yeah, thank you. Just on on Stu's point there, uh, Dave. But... you can only beat what's in front of you. You know, what I mean, however bad people think that Preston were, you've still got to do your own job. And they were you know bad. I mean? They were poor. They were. The, they were the, I think they're the, they the worst team I've seen this season in yeah, terms of who play against. I thought Sheffield were poor, but in the second half, but these were worse. Mm. Um, and I think the worst because of where they were, where they've been in the league, where they currently are. They didn't offer anything going forward. I thought oh, at, the, at the back they were poor, but we still had to create the chances. I thought. Um, I thought we got in and behind him on a number of occasions. That the, the most disappointing thing that we didn't score more goals, and um, as I didn't get his hat trick, mm. Rogers didn't get a goal. Yeah, the, the, the certain things that I would have liked to see. You, know? I mean, listen, I'm not getting greedy and, and above my station. We won four 0 It's a fantastic result in the championship. But
0: three nil just after half an hour. I mean. Yeah, and, but and I
1: think I think there was there was more opportunities and easier opportunities that we could have just gone and p- just put the sword further in. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rye, not that Rye down under, get aye. Uh, but Rye in Plymouth's—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's got split loyalties as Rye, but he's a regular. He's a good lad. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's a Plymouth fan, but he loves the borough. Yeah, he's a good yeah. lad. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, evening Andy. Good evening Dave. Nice to have you with us, Rye on uh, on WhatsApp. And if you want to come on and have a chat, mate, just let me know on the old WhatsApp and uh, we'll give you a bell. If you just want to send us a message, that's equally fine. So thanks for your message. Uh, Mo, Ebra, uh, uh, hello guys, brilliant win versus Preston. Bring on Leeds United.
1: You, you couldn't go into a game uh, with any more any more confidence. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about both sides. I yeah. think that, that, the, the spectacle of a game is going to be amazing. The atmosphere is always electric. You know what I mean? Leeds, Leeds fans at home. Uh, it's always going to be an electric atmosphere it'll be it'll be a phenomenal tempo it's the team who handles the pressure and the occasion the most yep. um, Leeds will be very used to it um, I think you know, I don't know if any of our um, so-called first team players better players if, if you're talking about the hidden Hackney's Dilldale Fries. Fry's mm-hmm. Um, if you put Josh Coleman back in the big, the big players who, who he's who he's believed in and he stuck by. Yeah. Um, if you'll give them an opportunity and put them back in after a, such a good win, uh, be disappointed obviously for the, the players who, if they did come out after a final victory, but whoever plays in that red shirt will have to handle the atmosphere first and foremost, the occasion, and make sure that they you do you do your job because they'll. They'll hit you with a the tempo, they'll hit you with a purpose. And I looked at the Swansea game last night and the Leeds go 1 0 down after two minutes, and you yep. think, here we go. You know what I mean? Let's see how they react. And yep. they reacted straight away from kick off the goal and score straight away, and it, it calms things down. Um, if you can handle that first 10 minutes and, and get the crowd on, y- on your back. Um, then Middlesbrough will have middle done the job, but we just, you need to make sure that you do that kind of um, kind of role. It's an unselfish role but players yeah. have to do sometimes.
0: Yeah. Uh, back into the messages, Stu Golly's come back. He said, uh, uh, what the fact is classic. It's, that's the it's a brilliant one. It's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant <laughs> what intro. The fact. I mean, what a name. And he did it deliberately just to try and get me into trouble with brilliant. my licence. Uh, what the fact today, I'll give you the questions. I got it. Go I'll give you the questions. Question number one, basically, it's a fact. Yeah. And he gives you clues to that fact and you've got to come out with that fact. Right. So a couple of days ago they were talking, the facts were all to do with, oh my goodness, what was it? It was, it was to do with Chelsea, um, excuse me one second, So <coughs> I haven't got rid of that cold. Um, it was to do with Chelsea holding the Champions League and the Europa League titles at the same time. It was a 10-day spell. Right. I think it was during Covid and something yeah. was pushed back and all that. So they held both trophies. So he was giving you clues towards that. So this morning's was clue number one, hola. Which immediately thought made me think Spain Yeah um, Cup triumph it's a, a, uh, It was a cup triumph That's never happened before or since So that was the first one Hola Cup triumph that never happened before or since Question number two Stop playing with yourself Was it a clue Right, okay Question three uh, The club in question Both won and lost All in the same game and then question four: Who's the real winner? So there were the four clues uh, Jeez, on Louise. on on I know on on what the fact and I managed to get it, but it was really fun. I mean, I've got to be honest; it's the first it's two one of the macam because we've only got one right out of three. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the answer was, and it was a it was a total bit of Sherlock Holmes ishness on my part, which is, you know, all our Spain. Yeah. A cup triumph that's never happened so It's a one-off. Yeah. So it's a cup win, which was unique. Yeah. On in, on, on those two, I was thinking. Spin.
1: I was thinking, the women's World Cup winners. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah That's where I was KMO. going as well. That's where it was going yeah. down. Then I,
0: yeah, yeah. Sort myself out the next um, one. Stop playing with yourself. Yeah, that's what put me off. Yeah. So, how can you play with yourself in football? Mm. How can how can a team play with itself in a unique game? Um... The club both won and lost in the same game, so that immediately those two tied together and immediately told me it had to be a an A team against a B team in some sort of cup final. Yeah, because it's the one club that's playing with itself. Yeah. so stop playing with yourself and you win and lose the same game. Yeah, and uh, and then who's the real winner? Real Madrid. Real. So it's like Real Madrid. Complete guess. Did their A team play their B team in the Spanish Cup final? Yeah, and it happened once. Yeah. and that's it well it was it was Real Madrid's A team against the reserves team yeah. don't know how that happened but there they you go play on words, so it's a great it makes you think Yeah, too and uh, that's why Stu sorry Stu I'm supposed to be talking to you about football Andy I'm inche- um, I'd i be interested that, so what do you do do you come up with the questions first or the, fact, or the you facts you come up with the fact like and then find some find questions, questions to fit it. It. in Yeah, to, like to give you clues yeah it's, it, it's like good we get up to all sorts of dumb stuff I tell you on the breakfast show you'll have to come and join us mate come and spend a show with us Ry's an absolute nutcase Ryan. Australia, Australia is an absolute no case. Uh, where are we at the, Uh Ian's there. Good evening, everyone watching. Hope you well. Have a great day, and you mate, Uh Moibra Andy. You got any tales to say uh, on the late Terry Vanables, who sadly passed away? He will be missed by everybody. The fans showed great respect at the Preston game.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a, it was a shock. Obviously, I know he's he's he's, he's been unwell, and 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 I think, I think sometimes you forget, don't you, that that when I did play back in the day, that you you forget how old. Some people are now, you know what I mean. And I think you realise that he was eighty, wasn't he? Yeah, I couldn't so, believe you know that when I, mean? I, I. And I think that's what it is, you know, when when I'm sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and you, and you're playing and you 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 loving life and, and and people aren't that old. Yes, they're they're probably at an age where, you know, similar ages what parents are and things. But like, but then now it's, it's you, you're at another another level now. And it is such a shame. And Terry was Terry was such a such a genuine genuine nice guy and um, obviously I was I was dis- disappointed at the time when he came in and you know what I mean not to sound really disrespectful because yeah. obviously that meant that Brian was struggling at yeah, the time because he was, he was struggling. Um, it was an open admission that
0: he was struggling was Yeah he
1: was it? and, yeah. uh, and, and that, that obviously hurt because I had a really strong relationship with the manager yeah. um, but then when he came in I realised that they worked so well together. Um, the camaraderie they had together, the relationship they had together with mm. working from England and, and they just bounced off each other and, and straight away the manager... Um, just his his whole persona just changed because he knew he had the per- right person around him, and the right person who could who could just shore everything up. You know, and we worked a lot of things on on defensive shape, and and I remember when we went to uh, we went to Highbury to play Arsenal. And we absolutely blew them away. Mm. Um, I think it was 3-0 or 3-1 or something. And Dean Gordon scored. And I think Brian Dean scored. And I think Hamilton might have scored. And, and it was just... We were unplayable. Yeah. And I mean that they couldn't handle what we brought to the table. We were stubborn. Um, we were hard to beat. We we, we played in, in, in areas which they just couldn't live with us. Uh, we broke on them. And I think we were 3 nil up after like a, a silly amount of time. And, mm. and the rest of the game, we... You, other managers and probably Brian himself might have gone gung ho gone for that fourth and fifth and sixth and yeah. and tried to and the, the Kevin Keegan style because that's the, that's how he like, he enjoyed to play his football. But Terry, just we're sticking at three. We've won the game. Just be stubborn, see it out, and that, and that was just the genius of the man, you know. And yeah. um, I, listen, I was very lucky to play with him to, to get to know him in in his brief time at Middlesbrough. But I, I, the, for me, the Euro '96 um, legacy, what he left and and and. and and the, and the heroes that that were made on that tournament, and, and he was one of them, by the way. That you know, I mean, those those memories will never be forgotten from a, from a true football fan.
0: Should he have been given a renewal of a his hundred, contract? Hundred percent, hundred percent. He
1: was he was brilliant at what he did, but I think he, he wasn't he wasn't the name what everybody wanted, you know. And I think that's what it probably wasn't the style that everybody liked. Yeah. Um And I think that's probably what it is. I think football was evolving or starting to evolve, and and people could see it as as negative we're playing but it's effective mm. you're winning games of football and you're being successful it's 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 positive but i probably understood and he probably understood and he, and that's why he floated around and, and got the jobs that he got but listen you you don't become barcelona manager you don't become england manager you don't become middlesbrough manager yeah. if you're a bad at your at your role you know so um such a shame but what i send off what middlesbrough fans and middlesbrough, middlesbrough oh, football brilliant. club give him off because and to be fair the Preston fans it. they were applauding as well yeah fantastic yeah. and and I, I think there's been a lot this year. Who've um, sadly, who've some a lot of very, very good people who've lost their lives within the football family, um, and the send off that they're getting because they all deserve it. Because the heroes, the, the 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 legends of the game, and and for me, they shouldn't be forgotten. The legacy's got to stay there. It's got to be, it's got to be remembered.
0: He was a good singer as well. Did you ever were you ever in a social situation where you heard him uh, sing? Po- probably not. He scared. was a crooner. No, yeah, he was. He was just
1: a. He was just a nice. He loved a social. He loved a couple of drinks, but at sure the, at the time, everybody, everybody seemed to.
0: <laughs> so, what was it about his 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 tactical now then that made him so so it just special? He just
1: seemed to know the game, and I think that probably came with 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 being in Spain at a very younger age in terms of knowing how how a technical team worked and, mm. and playing with those kind of players and and the importance of keeping the ball. I think um, I think when you look at the premier league and you look, look at the championship I, I thought especially at times at the weekend especially we were sloppy in possession whereas terry made sure how important it was to keep the ball if you keep the ball you can't lose yeah yeah and that's yeah. the that that sounds really simple and really stupid you know i mean football's not a hard game if you look at the simple simplified side of it and terry was very clever at saying those kind of things and if you keep the ball You'll win the game because the chances are that they won't have the ball. They can't score. If you score more goals than they, than they score, you're going to win the game. And it's it's little comments which sometimes when you take yourself out with the pressure and you take yourself and you calm yourself down and you listen to what people are saying and don't get involved in that heat at the moment kind of thing. That it was just very calm and collective at the right time. And I think that it was the right fit for Middlesbrough. He's right fit for the manager. um And it was just a shame that that obviously things ended the way they ended because obviously they they both end up leaving the football club and. And then I didn't. I followed quite quite soon after, really. So it was. not it, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't surprise me that that happened.
0: It's Robo I felt sorry for at that time because by bringing El Tal in, it was an open admission that he was struggling. Yeah and he, he wasn't he couldn't win it was a no-win scenario for because it. you know if it was successful and the butter stayed up and then they flourished it would all be down to tell coming in to help yeah if they went down it oh it'd be too You yeah know, it was an impossible too job late. for for terry yeah. it was too late and yeah. it, you know so robo couldn't win could he
1: no i was and, and that and, that, and that, i think that's what that was a shame for me that 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 he was still there he, he looked like a wounded animal he look he looked hurt because he knew that he needed help, but yeah, it's 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 like when you're struggling at times with certain things, and you ask for help. You don't want to ask for help because you don't want to feel that you can't do what you do and you can't mm. do your own job in it. The players knew that they wanted to do it for the manager. The players knew they wanted to do it for themselves and each other, and the fans and the club. And um, and we got there in the end um, by hook or by crook and doing it the right way. But it, yeah, it,
0: it did it did have a probably a bit t- mm. a, a bit a bit of test. Told you about Gibbo though, didn't it? Because. Yeah. Uh, probably ninety nine percent of all owners, <laughs> and bearing in mind there's only ninety two clubs in the in the English professional uh, leagues, uh, ninety ninety nine percent of the owners would have turned around and fired the manager and brought somebody else in straight away. But re- but Gibbo went to Robbo and said, "What can I do to help?" Yeah,
1: straight away. And I think and I think that's the understanding side that that Steve brings. And people talk about Steve being the the best owner in football. Why is he the best owner in football? Because he understands what the club needs. He doesn't make rash decisions. Yes, he's made a. In in a few people's eyes, over the years, a few questionable decisions at the right time. But he does. Everybody it, makes mistakes. He does it for the right reasons of the football club. Mm. You know what I mean? He doesn't do it. He doesn't. He hasn't got a, a notorious history of sacking managers. He hasn't got a history of making the wrong decisions. You know what I mean? He, he's backed the club. He's put his money where his mouth is, and he he, he made this decision to help the club and, and, and keep them in the Premier League. Help Robbo? That's what that's what it was. He was he was trying to help someone. He
0: could have helped the club by the club. getting
1: rid of Robbo and bringing somebody in. Yeah. And That probably would have been. That probably would have been a the, the better choice, you know what I mean, but then he probably wouldn't have got Terry in because Terry came from yeah, for, yeah. for the manager, yeah, so yeah. you're never going to get that person to come in who who may have looked that he was that he was stabbing his best mate in the back and and, mm. and things so it, for me, it worked well he, he made the right choice he made the right call at the time, but yeah it was is for for the players, I think it was a bit of a strange one
0: yeah um Ian in Darlow says more people should ask for help. Uh, we're all here to help each other It's Simple, um, which which is interesting, the way he's turned it around into normal life rather than just football life. A um, couple of quick comments coming in. You can get them in, by the way, on Facebook Live. Uh, just drop them in. We'll get to them. We'll do our best. Uh, or you can do it. And hang on a minute. There's more and more coming in. You can do it via uh, the WhatsApp into the radio studio, which people are doing. Um, who's this? Let's have a look. I'm going to have to... Sorry, I'm just clicking on things here to see. Oh, it's Rob. Okay, uh, Rob sent a message in saying Andy says uh, you don't become a borough manager if you're bad at your job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll see that. And raise you with Gordon Strachan. <laughs> <laughs> love it, well, Rob. Love it, Rob. I've got a history. I've got a history, mate, of, uh, of slagging off Gordon Strachan. Love it um, because he didn't do that good a job with the borough, did he? Really? No, he didn't. Poor Mogger had to pick up a right pile of, yeah, do- he of, of doings. He did. Um, uh, Tracy, we've done Ian. We've done uh, and yep, yeah, we've done. Uh, Dave Spence says, hi, hello, Dave. Uh, Paul Frost fear no one is his message. Um, it's a good message. I think. I think yeah.
1: in the championship, you've got to be, you've got to be a little bit ruthless. You've got to leave a little bit um, arrogant. And I look at the, the top sides. I'll put uh, put Leicester in there, even though they're having a bit of a sticky patch. Leeds are in there. They've got that arrogance. You know what I mean? That they've got that strut about themselves. That mm. they're just going to games thinking they're gonna they're gonna score more goals. A little bit like we did last year. You know what I mean? That was that was how we mm. played last year. We played that you'll score two, we'll score four you know what I mean we'll score the first goal we'll, we'll score more mm. um, Leeds have got that arrogance um, you know what I mean we scored four on through the week absolutely brilliant absolutely fantastic my concern is like the Bristol City game of the weekend we go one down we seem to go two down um, and we chase our tails a little bit you do that against a good side you're not going to get back against them you know what I mean the the the, the Bonus and the the, the plus at the weekend was Bristol City and one of the top sides, so we got back into the game. Yes, we lost it in the end, but it, we, we got it. We got opportunities to get back in um, through a couple of very poor goals. The own goal was a quite of a anybody fan who's seen it. The own goal from Bristol City's player was absolutely laughing stock. You know, what mm. I mean, it gives us a real opportunity to get back in the game, but against a good side that doesn't happen. So we just need to make sure we do a, a professional and thorough job um, against the best sides. And Saturday will be one of those games where every single player needs to be bang on their game.
0: Another Rob's fired in. It's the bottom sides, I fear. Um haha. That's typical of <laughs> the butter though, isn't it? Yeah. It is. And
1: like you said, Dave, about um, about Huddersfield, I know a lot of Sunland fans, and I've spoke to spoke to a couple this morning um, about the game last night, and they, they gobsmacked that they lost the game of football because mm. not not that they, they deserved to win the game of football in their in their um, in their words, but they went into it thinking that they were going to win, like you do. You're playing against a side who's in the bottom three, and you know what I mean? It becomes a very dangerous animal football when, um, when teams are beating teams from anywhere and, and the bottom three are winning games because Sheffield Wednesday get a point against the top side, Huddersfield win, mm. um, Rotherham have picked points up recently. So the bottom three are, are, starting to pick up a little bit of confidence and a little bit of, um, composure themselves. And could they get out where they are? Do they, if they're
0: going to do it, then they're going to pick some points up along the way against some good sides. For those watching on Facebook Live, you can see, uh, for those listening on the Red right across Teesside on DAB Radio, smart speakers, online apps, all that sort of stuff, it is the voice of Andy Campbell, former Borough striker, and you can get your points to him, whether on Facebook Live or via WhatsApp. The WhatsApp number into the radio studio, And If you fancy coming on on a call, all you've got to do is WhatsApp us and say, oh, this is Joe in Billingham. I've got a question for Andy, and we'll give you a call back. Um, so, 2002 oh four three two thousand and two. Let's do it. So, hark back to Bristol City. Yeah. So we come off the back of a one nil victory over table-topping Leicester City. I tried to use as many ad- adjectives there as I could to make it sound really good, which it was. Um, you then go to Ashton Gate. Yeah. And you're two nil down. Everything's looking woeful. Manager gets you in at half-time, sorts you out, you come back, you pull it back to 2-2. Surely, from that point, there can only be one winner in the game.
1: I I don't even think we probably should have left ourselves that wide open to go for another goal to leave ourselves exposed. I think when you go 2-0 down and you get back at 2-2, a point's a really good outcome um, and a return. You know, I mean, then to go 3-2 down, the chances are you ain't going to pick that other goal back up to go and get another point. And for me, I think, sometimes you just accept that it's not going to be our day. For example, going to go and get three points and just accept it that the second goal at Bristol City, the penalty right on the stroke of half time, it kills you a little bit in terms of probably the team talk. Because Michael have probably been ready, what he was going mm. to say, Ch- his tactics will have been spot on in his head. He'll have, he'll have wrote things down, ready to go. The penalty happens, rips it open, he has to start again. And that's the the joys of being a manager. It's the joys of of, of doing what he's doing, and he'll, he'll have enjoyed the way that his team came out second half. We have got such a helping hand with the own goal. Um, and then uh, cook has got the equaliser and then all of a sudden you, you've got to take stock again. Do you take a risk and do you leave, do you leave yourself open, and, and, and which we did, we got B3-2 and then you, you're chasing your tail again? Or do you just sit, accept a point and then move on, point on the board at this stage of the season from where you've been and the results that we've lost would have been a real solid four points this week would have been a great turnover, mm. I think, and it's such a, it, it, it left us with a, a bit of a bitter taste but then you then it's all forgotten about on Tuesday, which is which was fantastic. But we just need to make sure. I think for me, if you're picking up four points a week, one one away, and three at home, it's promotion form. It's not just playoff form. It's promotion form.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one though, isn't it? Because at two two, you know the momentum is with you. Yeah. Because you've come back from yeah. from two 0 down, and I suppose it's so easy to think right they're rocking now. Mm. If we, if we can take we can take this. So you would you would not human nature be we just keep going at them now and, and, and we've got the game won.
1: Well, I think I, t- I told you a story, Dave, didn't I? That when I was uh, uh, a manager in non-league football, um, I, uh, my, in my interview, it was I was talking to a chairman who gave me that scenario. He said, "You're joining a game last minute. What do you do? Do you accept a point, or do you go for mm. juggle and go, and go and try and win three?" Um, I said, it, "I said it all depends on the game." You know, it all depends on the situation of the game it all depends how the game's panning out um but for me, a point gained is is better, than, better than, than a point lost. It, yeah, yeah um but his his way of looking at it was no because if you go for it throughout the season you're going to gain more points overall in the long in the, in the long term process, which made me think about things a little bit differently, and yes, in that one game, you might gain a point, but in a couple of weeks' time you might go and get two, which then takes over that one point that you've just lost, so in the week after you a, might. It you is might fall
0: flat and yeah. and lose the point that you had. Mm. I can see his arguments It's a,
1: it's, a, it's, a, it's a positive way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a football fan, would we want our team just to keep going for it and going for it and going for it? Yes, because it shows that you want to win games. But if you don't, if we miss out the, the two in the in the top two by a point, mm. or we don't get in the playoffs by a point, you look at those kind of games and those kind of situations oh, yeah, and I, think.
0: I look at the league table now you know and think. Mean? You then, look at it and you and go, "If we, we only have that point, we only have that two-two draw now." Yeah you know, we'd we'd, we'd be that yeah. bit higher because I think everybody, the whole table's on twenty-seven points around. It Seems us. to be, yeah. But um, yeah, and I, I get what you're saying. But I suppose as a fan, you know, we don't know football inside out like players, like managers, coaches. You know, we'd think, oh, they must be rocking now, so let's go for the yeah. jugular, and, and that's what it is.
1: Listen, we could have been, we could be sat here now with six out of six. We could have blew them away second half and got two more goals, win four two. Yeah, yeah. And that's just a that's just football. You know, what I mean, you you take every game into isolation itself and. You know what I mean? Did we expect to be two nil down at half-time? Not before the game started, but they were probably value for their for their performance. I thought they were, I thought they were better than I thought they were going to be. Um, they have got some good players. Obviously, the manager had a, has had an impact in in the in the international break and mm. got them playing in a in a way that it hurt us. Um, and and yeah, it's, it's, it's football. Listen, you're going to you're going to drop points. You're going to win points. You're going to lose games. We spoke with Rob the other week about not losing too many games. That's another one on the board, which we've which we lost. How many more games, and I'll throw the question out to the middle of the fans, how many more games can we afford to lose which will impact on us getting in the playoffs this season? I suppose that's, that's my concern.
0: I'll do, the, I'll, I'll, I'll do the reverse psychology on you that you did to that, uh, that chairman of the uh, the football club that was asking you the questions. I suppose it's a case of what the others do around you. Yeah. You know, if Leicester leads, Ipswich, etc., all start dropping points like, like some of them are, yeah. You can afford maybe to drop more than you would in a normal season, yeah. But, but yeah, it, it depends. Um, Paul Frost's uh, been back on said, hey, we were 2-0 down at Bristol last season and ended up getting a 2-2. Yeah. So um, we, we tried to go one better this year and, and it cost us the point. Um, so obviously there was that disappointment, mm. uh, but then it was straight into Preston midweek. How important was it after what was a, what was a, a disappointing game? Disappointing outcome. Um, to then not even have time to to dwell on it because you've got a, you've got a game on the Tuesday night.
1: Oh, absolutely pivotal for me. I think I think it's so important for a player to get back on that horse. You know what I mean? You've just had a had a poor result. You're travelling back on the bus or you're flying back or however they get back from Bristol. You know what I mean? Straight away you'll be in training on Sunday. You'll be preparing straight away for the game on Tuesday. there's a quick turnaround. Um, and they came out against Preston, and we had a corner after what forty-five seconds, and and, and we just started like a house on fire. You know, I, mean, I think we caught them really cold. We created chance after chance. We we won second balls. For me, the the the, the midfielders, I, I thought I thought Matt Crooks was phenomenal. He winning second ball. He was he was on the front foot. He was just dominating areas and dominating the game where where Hayden Hackney's been doing it, Sam greenwood has been doing it, and people, you don't expect that from someone like Matt, and I'm not being disrespectful towards it, for me he does a great job in and in a role that he that he would like to do, but for me, he did that role and he, and he ex- executed it absolutely amazingly, um, and Rogers in that pocket, playing as the ten, the balls he put through, his eyes, two goals are f- hmm. phenomenal, his second his second finish was absolutely fantastic, how he didn't get his half-trick and why he didn't shoot for his third one in the first half is just beyond me and I know. Um, I know a couple of our friends on the manager really well and I know he, at half time he wasn't, he wasn't best pleased that we weren't more than 3-0 up yeah, I, think yeah. he thought, I think he thought we should have been 5-6 and that probably would have been a, a fair reflection on the game And um, but that's the standards that Michael's got of his players that's the standards Michael's got of himself that three's not enough hmm. in the championship three's not enough you know what I mean teams can blow you away like we blew them away yeah. if you switch off you go 1 you go 2 suddenly you're yep, under pressure yep. um, so for me if you get an opportunity to go and get three, four, five, six, go and take it because you never know that goal difference might have an impact later on in the season.
0: Mm. Uh, we talked about earlier, if you want to get on the show and, and, and make a point, ask a question of Andy, you can. You can WhatsApp us uh, in the radio studio. Uh, the number is 033-043-2002. Somebody who's done that is Rye, who's down in Plymouth. Um, so Rye is, if I can describe you as maybe a 60-40 split, Rye. 60% Plymouth Argyle, 40% Borough. Um but it doesn't matter like you're, go on then What's i think it,
2: it's a bit more closer than that i think it's more fifty-one forty-nine.
0: really oh, i love the accent yes. it's the first time we've talked actually we've um we've we've messaged yeah. many times but now i'm hearing you i love that southwest <laughs> accent mate
2: yeah uh, thanks uh, <laughs> so good evening to you both hello mate. I'm really
0: and thank, really great to, and thank you by the way for you. doing sunderland
2: I couldn't believe it I really could not believe it I mean my eyes were set I I mean they had 24 shots and how they never scored they hit the post twice and I'm like wow wow I think right. I think but, we've
1: spoken, we and I know we've we've had a few chats about uh, about Plymouth and I know we've we've talked Plymouth on the show, Dave, haven't we about about how dangerous Plymouth are as a football club in mm. terms of they've come up with no fear, they've come up that teams probably think they're a small club. Um, they can get at them There's weaknesses There's always goals in the game um, But they've caused a lot of problems To a lot of the big sides And the manager's got no fear He's done a great job He's come up the leagues He's had his great upbringing in football At that club and other clubs um, And he's got a real good squad of football players um, And I think the the problem Plymouth will have Over the next year or two Will be trying to keep hold of those players mm. And not them moving to bigger and better clubs And not being disrespectful towards the, the football club But, um, but this year they're going to cause a lot of problems they're going to take points off players teams, especially at home because it's a horrible goals. horrible place to go yeah. as home park horrible place yeah,
0: I, think I
2: it's, mean we went. Goals. I mean we went to Leeds 3 weeks ago well 2 weeks ago actually and it was we went 1-0 down from a mistake in the defense and then went 2-0 down from another mistake and then, second half, we came out fighting against them and got a goal in the eighty-six minute. Lost two-one, and there was Leeds fans saying, "You are not going down." Really, mm. I don't. I, I, yeah. I
0: think, I think,
1: I think right for me. I think there is a lot of teams in this league, and there is there's a lot of northern teams, as in Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Rotherham, um, teams who were who were lesser, lesser equipped than. Um, than the Plymouths and, and, and other sides I think you, you'll you you'll pick up a lot more points in, our, in in this division because because the manager's got fresh ideas he's got some players from lower leagues and, and players who come through and have earned their opportunities I think sometimes that, that teams are ready to get promoted and I think Plymouth were ready there for me mm. ready to get promoted and um, I look at the Premier League you know what I mean Luton weren't ready to get promoted you know what I mean Middlesbrough would have been more well equipped to get promoted as, were, as will Coventry City you know what I mean there's a lot Teams more well-equipped to get promoted and have a go at that than than they, they were. Sometimes teams are ready and teams aren't ready. And I think uh, Plymouth were ready to get promoted, and I think they've showed that this year that they've um, they're excited. They've been a, probably a good sight to watch. I think mm. with the highlights on um, on TV on a Saturday yeah. night, um, they're normally the team to to have on all the time because goals galore. There's always there's always a, it's always seems to be quite <laughs> uh, quite goals, a lot of
2: action. Yeah, there is always goals galore and. T- <laughs> It's our defence that's lacking, but to be honest, if, if you score more than what you def- defend, you win games, don't you? Yeah.
1: But that's a learning curve, though, isn't it? You know what I mean, right, that we speak and we speak about last season quite fondly because it's, it's it was a, an attractive way of playing that we let goals in last season, but we scored more than the other team because we had players who wanted to go forward, they were expansive, it was it was exciting, and you know, what I mean, look at football years gone by. Brian Robson did it, we had an expansive way of playing, we shipped goals in but we scored we scored a lot of goals, you know what I mean? Look at down the road at Kevin Keegan, it was attack, 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 and you know what I mean, they let goals in but they seem to score more goals and fans enjoy that excitement, you know what I mean? That I know I, I spoke at the start of the season that I, I wanted to see a little bit more of the cranker style. I didn't want to see the style because I was I wouldn't be more bored, bored to tears and I'm, I'm watching. I meant clean sheets, foundations, building from the back. Listen, we're keeping more clean sheets. You know what I mean? It could have been very easy on Tuesday to, to score four and let one in the other end right at the end. You know mm. what I mean? Because we've won the game. But for me, the key, clean sheet, it gains confidence for the goalkeeper that the back four, uh, who I think has been outstanding um, for, for weeks. I you mean, know, I know we had a, we've had we had a couple of blips, but the bigger picture is we just need to continue in keeping clean sheets, scoring goals and building confidence throughout the team because it's not about the attackers. It's not about the midfielders. Everyone attacks, everyone defends in certain aspects of the game and um, it's so important that we get the right balance in terms of a defensive unit and attacking units as well
0: indeed well, you've got a question for Andy haven't you
2: yeah I've got a question for you both actually because obviously Andy I've, I've known you for a short period of time same as you Dave and you've got a question as well Dave so you're not getting away with
0: this
2: ah, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. so I'll start with you Andy because I think this is going to be interesting what's the best game you played in and why the best game I played in the uh, best
1: game I played in was uh, we played Man United on a Monday night live on Sky at the Riverside, we got beat 4-3 uh managed to score the first goal in the game. Um, it was when Paul Scholes scored a worldie off a corner, came mm. back and he smashed it in the top corner. Um, the game's probably more famous for the the offside, which was miles onside, by the way, which we all had to go at the linesman about. We all had to come out and apologise straight after. And It was one of the games that he enjoyed playing in. I enjoyed going home after, thinking about it, even watching it, and even though we lost the game, I was still proud that we gave the best team in the world at the time. A run for the money, we scared them into into submission in terms of they knew they were in a game. And I think sometimes when you're playing against good, good sides and good players, that as long as you know they've been in a game, you've done your job because we couldn't lace their boots, you know, and mm. not being disrespectful to our players. But, you know, what I mean, we know David Beckhams, we know Dwight York, Andy Cole, Paul Scholes, Yapstams, you know, I mean, they had they had a world class side, they won everything, they won a the lot. Um, but we give them a run for the money. We should have probably picked the result up. We should have done something in the game in terms of positive result. But, you know, I mean, for me, that was the best game I've ever played in. It was electric. From The atmosphere was great. Um, Is that from a Borough perspective or best game ever? That was the best game I've ever, I've ever, yeah. I've ever played in. You know, I've I've played in some, some games with, with good players, but it had everything. You know what I mean? I had, a, I had a goal personally for myself. It had some brilliant goals, which you just stand on the pitch when Paul's goal scored. Just stand on the pitch and think, wow. I'm stood on the pitch and I've watched that. You know, when you watch mm. a goal on TV, you think, yeah, yeah. I, I've witnessed the best goal I've ever seen. i witnessed that goal on the pitch and thinking, when you hit it, you know it's a goal and you, you probably shout a few explanatories to yourself or you, you, you're not happy that certain things have happened in the game, but you're, you're stood there thinking, I can try and affect the game. I can try and help out fans, teammates, manager, myself. And, but you're involved in one of the best games that that season probably had, especially a yeah, yeah. live game on Sky, so it was, it was a great occasion for me to play in that, those kind of games.
0: Yeah, Cool. There you go. There's the answer,
2: mate. And this question is to you, Dave. I was hoping you'd
0: forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't
2: forgotten anything. Um, as many of you people will know, Dave used to be a referee.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so what's the best player you've ever reffed? And why is he the best player you've ever
0: refed? Did he ever ref you? I used to referee games at at the borough behind closed doors, had, uh, did a refuge. yeah? Because we, uh, we, yeah, we had Andy we Campbell. Had a, had a there you co- go, there's the answer. We had a couple of games, <laughs> we, we, did,
1: we did a lot of games behind closed doors to work on certain things and to work on certain new rules
0: and stuff. So that's yeah. why we always had Gaza. Was Gaza was there in one of yeah. them? Oh, I've a got to be Gaza. Funny story, that's funny story about Gaza because we were in, we, were, we had one of those behind closed doors games. Was that at the Riverside? Yeah, we had one at the Riverside, yeah. yeah. yeah it was it the Riverside Saturday morning? We had Saturday morning um, games at the Riverside, yeah, and um. And what happened, there were a couple of young lads drafted in to, uh, to make up the numbers to play in the game. And one of them Nutmeg Paul Gascoigne. Can't remember who it was for the life of me. But Gazza chased this kid. He chased him behind the goal, down the touchline, and eventually kicked him <laughs> up the backside. And I had to chase after him because I was wondering what was going to go on. So I ran after him. So Gazza, you can imagine him, he kicks this lad up the backside because he nutmegged him. He turns around and I'm standing there and he goes, Oh, sorry, ref, you know I'm a nutter. That's all he said. <laughs>
1: I think, I'm sure, I'm sure, Dave. You, you wrecked. Uh, it was one of the best games I think I've ever played personally. We, uh, we had one of those games at the Riverside. We, we all had to meet at the Riverside. It was reserves against the first team. It was the manager's team. Who was going to play against Everton on the, on the Monday night or the Tuesday night right. at Goodison. So the reserves got set up. Gordon McQueen did our team, and and we we went there just to make the numbers up. We were 5 0 up at half time against the first team, which was going to play against Everton. <laughs> I'd scored three. Uh, second half was a bit more quieter, but I think we won 5 1 or something. And, and it was one of the best games I've ever played. And, and straight after that game, I ended up starting against Everton on the Tuesday. I had did, did a decent game. I think we got beat one now. Uh, but it was just one of those games where everything went right. And I, I remember Gary Pallister, I think I seen uh, Pally in the arm. On the night, and he just he wouldn't speak to me. He was he was boiling <laughs> with me. I he just ran around him like for a, for a full full, of full couple of hours. And uh, but he he knew that he knew what my attributes were: pace, power. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah. Came, he came he came to us as more of an experienced defender. And um, but no, what a top def- what a top defender. But no, he's uh, yeah, he didn't like me that day. Yeah, indeed.
0: And uh, I'm just trying to think outside of doing those behind closed doors games. I refereed Alan Smith once I did. at Leeds. But that was uh that was a what was it called? It was it's got a different name now. But it was, was that the under the under twenties Premier League something or other? I can't remember. Yes, it was, was, it was when it first started. Oh, it was exactly. like the Alliance League, wasn't it? and so so we had that we had that game. I didn't ref it. It was Mike uh, Mike Dean refed it. Did he? I was his assistant. Um, so I was there at Leeds. He was and, a tough um, character, Al. Uh, uh, tough yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, and. I mean he uh, I, I did him for offside I just flagged him for offside He scored a goal And I flagged him for offside He was offside mm. uh, Mind you I wouldn't tell you I got the decision wrong would I And we didn't have the AR then So nobody could prove yeah. it right or wrong No I flagged him for offside And he told me where to go He'd go forth and multiply And um, Sounds like him And I thought Do I? Don't I? You know Bearing in mind what the game is mm. And then I got a shout from uh, from Mike Dean, he went, Dave, I heard it, leave it to me. Mm. And he sent him off. Didn't and, he? and he got, the coach came on the field and just threw a top at him, training top. And he went, get that on, get in the changing rooms, wait for me, I'll deal, deal you, uh, with you when the game's over. Yeah. But that was Smith even as a young
1: player. Yeah, it, and he was great. Yeah, he was a top, top, top player, you know what I mean? And a proper Leeds fan, wore his heart in his sleeve and they had a, they had a top, top youth team then. You know, back in the day, they had the best players, you yeah. know what I mean? The Harry Kuehl's, yeah. Jonathan Woodgate's. The McPhail's they mm. had a, they had a really really Ian Hart, yeah. Paul Robinson, yeah, they had a unbelievable set up, <laughs> an unbelievable setup, didn't Unbelievable squad, and they all went on to play in the first team, yeah, yeah. And that's how, that's how when you get things right, um, as football clubs, you know what I mean. You have an era of getting things right. That that was their era of when they got it right. Yeah. Sorry, any any leaves any leads, player? I forgot it there. By the way, no, don't apologise. We'll the weekend.
0: reeled everybody <laughs> up there. <laughs> uh, brilliant stuff, right? Thanks for that, mate. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving us a shout and coming on.
2: Cheers, Dave. All right, mate. Enjoy. Cheers, mate. Right? All the best. Take care. Cheers,
0: mate. So I took points off Sunderland uh, with his Plymouth hat on and obviously supporting the borough with uh, with his borough hat on. Good lad. We like him. We like him. Uh, if you want to get a, uh, a call through, put a comment through, you can. Just give us a shout, Oh three three 043 We've had some come through on uh, on YouTube because we're also live on YouTube as well. Let's just... Uh, I'll bring you that one up. YouTube comments come in from... Uh, Stu Campbell. Uh, being honest, where does your heart and your head think we'll finish this season? I'm guessing that's my dad. Is it? I'm, I think yeah. I'm guessing. Is his uncle Stew? Yeah, he is. Well, I know Stew used to be a referee, yeah, so he's that's not my
1: dad. He's, no, so that's, that's he, Paul's dad, isn't it, Stew? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Paul and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Paul's dad. So I, I, I know the family. I used to play with Paul. Are are related. Um, no. You just sort yeah, of... Just, we just played together for like... You're, for you're like magnets. You're attracted yeah.
0: because of surname. Surname, okay, surname, That's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's, okay. I think that's yeah. my old man. Uh, what was the question? Sorry. The question is, heart and head, where do you think the bottle's going to finish?
1: <sighs> my heart, I'd love to say playoffs right now. I would love to say playoffs mm. uh, because I think... I'd take six. You right? know what I mean? If, if someone offered me six last game of the season where Coventry finished last year, I'd uh, I'd snap people's hands off. Um, but realistically, if I, if I had to... Put something on on it right now. I'd probably say between eight and ten, um, mm. just because. Is this it's, hard or head talking now? This is probably my head. Right. I okay. just think it's, it's the inconsistency of the season. Not right now. We're playing better now. Um, it's just that, that how hard the championship is. You know, I, mean, I just I'd love us to think that we're going to blow teams away, but I think there's there's going to be a few more defeats along the way. There's going to be a few more roller coasters, few more injuries. The January window is going to be massive. I think for us, massive in terms of who we look at bringing in I know we spoke Dave didn't we about um, Akpom, about who started to play and score and play well at, uh, mm. at Ajax so those kind of things and the, the players that we want to try and bring in I think it's going to be pivotal to, to where we're going to finish towards the end of the season I think yeah. it's going to be intriguing anyway I
0: can't disagree with her actually because be obviously my heart's always going to say we're going to get in the playoffs I'm not foolish enough to let it rule my head completely and say yeah. if we're going to win the league because we can't um, I'm questioning though Yeah I just think if we can If we can It's bizarre isn't it Because Bristol City Leicester City happened Yeah We're all high You you just naturally think What a a great result is That's going to Propel us forward Positive where We're going to be in the playoffs And then you do the Bristol City You go Oh If we're going to throw points away Against a Bristol City then what chance do we stand? Yeah. But then you go and stick four against Preston. It's like, it's this seesaw, yeah, isn't totally. it? Yeah, and totally. That's, and that's the thing. And I think you go into the Leeds game, probably
1: now thinking, well, we won a game, so we can probably afford to drop some points. It, football doesn't work like that. You no, know? It especially can't. When, if you
0: want to get promoted, yeah, you yeah. can't
1: afford to drop points. Whereas.
0: We might have been able to afford to drop points had we've done Bristol City. Yep. Because totally. to do Leicester, Bristol City, yeah. and then Preston, yeah. you go to Leeds and think Elland Road's yeah. going to be tough. Especially with it's not a six pointer but
1: it's the difference between closing that gap you know what i mean because you're going to close the gap on pressing again you're yeah. going to close the gap on leads yeah who were ahead of you so it's 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 super important that we make sure that for me i'd like to think that we can pick a positive result i know it's going to be difficult but I, I, again i'd take a draw but is a draw enough in order to move forward and be be the positive playoff contenders that we all want us to be
0: mm. Couple of comments coming in about Leeds. Uh, Damon says, we need to go to Leeds full of confidence, start on the front foot and if we do that we can win 2-1. Uh, Stu Golly, I'm not worried about going to, uh, um, let's just say he's added a letter to the front of Elland Road. Um, dirty Leeds, um, they need to worry about us. So, so I think, Which that. I think there will be by the
1: way, I think there will,
0: I think they will show us a respect. Um, i
1: think we've got to really get at them and, and and upset the crowd a little bit like we did against sunland yeah we need that kind of stubbornness we need that kind of hit on the brick we need that we need to we need to cause them a problem and make sure that they don't hurt us I look at the sunland game and uh, jack clark should have scored mm. uh, robert should have scored uh, and then the game's very different on the stroke of half time with yeah. the, with a red card moments can change games we could be coming back next week um, Leeds could have had a man sent off the first half and we can win 4-0 oh, that's what I was
0: going to say I you mean, any, I mean? anything yeah, like, can, can happen anything can happen but, but if I, it doesn't happen if the yeah. extraordinary doesn't happen it's yeah. going to be tough it's going to be a, it, it but these are the games that the
1: manager wants to be involved in these are the games that the players want to be involved in more importantly these are the, these are the games that the fans want to go to you know what I mean every, every man in his dog's desperate for a Leeds ticket every man and his dog who's got one is, is excited for the weekend yeah and, we're all no different. It's going to be a huge game. Um, I'm, I'm surprised that TV haven't got a hold of it. I'll be honest. I thought it would have been a, a massive game, a massive opportunity lost that that they haven't got one. But mm. um, hopefully, we'll we'll do what we need to do.
0: It's a bit of a it's a bit of a a bit of a derby battle. Mm. It's, it's a bit of a Yorkshire derby battle. Um, maybe Leeds won't have that because they'll probably look and south to like Sheffield the and all they, that yeah, sort of stuff. They want to, but they don't like us no. um, What's your starting eleven? Tracy's asking. Um, I don't think we have much option with the injuries, do we? No, I'd I, I, listen. I think you
1: you can't look at any different in the starting eleven. What was what was choosing that? Like. You can't win four 0 and, and, and change many things. You know what I mean? Will he will he uh, will he replace Josh and go a little bit more physical than than Lattie Lath? Who will he'll, he'll do more running and behind? Would would I swap those two? Potentially, I think Josh will, Josh would give us a little bit more against the, the Leeds defense. A little bit more physicality. Physical, yeah. um, so th- if there was going to make one change, that would probably be it. Um, but it. It takes a brave man, brave manager, to change anything after a 4 0 win. But Michael's in charge, and whatever decision he he makes, I'll back it because he's doing it for the right of the team. And who would doubt what he does? Because he's a he's an absolute magician at the minute with his tactics, and he'll get. I'm sure he'll get a tactic spot on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the final point coming in on Facebook Live is from Stu Golly. Dave, are you having a senior moment? Thanks mate I think that was because I couldn't remember Did I referee you or not In those games Yeah, Maybe that was it Stu love you But thank you um, I think that's it For the comments so far um, So Prediction time My god I hate going to Leeds I really do hate Going to Leeds I don't like the fans yeah, I, didn't, I don't I didn't like the atmosphere I, I, I
1: don't like the stadium I talk about Players These are the kind of games You want to go there As a player I like the game never had a positive outcome so I hated, hated then the, the next time you go there because you just you just don't seem to there's always places you don't get positive results at and when I was at Middlesbrough when I was at Cardiff when I was at Bolton when I was at Sheffield United I didn't come away with nothing at all and mm. it was just a case of one of those places that the game was good the atmosphere is brilliant yep. but no can't stand the place
0: <laughs> I'm the same can't stand the place. exactly the same
1: and that's what makes me worry again because
0: go there as a fan I've never had any joy do you know what? I've never had any joy. I'm going to admit to something here that I wouldn't normally admit to. If we came away one nil defeat, I wouldn't be bitterly disappointed. Yeah, because it'll have just shown that we've you know we've held our own to a certain extent, yeah. stayed um, in the game, Give stayed in the game. We've had, we've had a go. Yeah, uh, and all right, you know, there's there's been one moment of brilliance or a slip at the back or whatever it is, and they've taken advantage of it. Yeah. Um. But obviously, excuse me, <coughs> senior moment with my uh, with my chest. Um, but obviously, my heart's telling me we can get something out of the game.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, we're all Borough fans. We all want us to do well. We all want a positive result. Um, we're talking head and heart. Uh, my heart will want us to get a positive result, and I, and I take a one-all draw. Mm. My head probably overrules, and, and I think Leeds will just nick it. Um, I'd like to think that we give it a go, and we give something. I, I listen. We, I don't think we can afford as a as a group to go there and take a beating. You know what I mean? That's uh, because, that's
0: what I you know because that's what I wouldn't want to yeah, happen absolutely. because I, I
1: look I look at Preston Preston came to the Riverside on Tuesday um, wow. as a confident um, group in the playoffs and they going to get beat by a team below them four mm. nil comfortably four 0 should have been or could have been more could have been um, six Leeds. Leads are going into the game confident. You know what I mean. Listen, anything can happen. Um, but what I don't, what I don't think we need right now and currently is 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 a is a heavy defeat. We need to make sure that we stay in the game, like we did at Sunderland. We need to make sure that we take our chances if we get any. Mm. Uh, but the longer we stay in the game, the more chance we'll have of getting a positive result, even if that's a 0 nil draw. Um, and if we go one nil down, then you regroup, you go again one doesn't turn into two, two doesn't turn into three. Yep. And the Bristol City thing is if you let a goal in in the first half, see it out, see it out till half time and we go in at 1-0 and then we regroup and we go again and we, and we and we change our tactics accordingly. But what we can't afford to do is give any team, but especially good sides, that two-goal cushion because when you give Leeds, Leicester's, top, top sides, even Sunderland and, 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 and some of the other, Southampton, yep. you go 2-0 down against good sides like that, you, you're not coming back and it could be it could be it could get worse and heavy.
0: Cracking, mate. I think we've done it uh, once more. Um, thanks for your time. My pleasure. Enjoyed Anytime. it. And we'll be back, same place, same, same time. time. Same time. Next week. We, we haven't talked about Christmas yet, because no. uh, it's going to be a busy, no. a busy spell for everybody. Yeah. But uh, catch us next week. Cam's Red Army with Andy Campbell, former Borough striker. Uh, get your comments in and uh, we'll take your calls as well, live in, uh, into the studio. Um, but we'll catch you next week, mate. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Fantastic. He's pulled the shirt on, scored the goals. Andy Campbell on the red.
2: This is the red.